Yeah, this is the first Wednesday. We all back on the full show. All back, like we never left. So excited. Yeah, big, big, <laughs> Good big vacation, and like we made it already. <laughs> yeah, uh, Red Bull, tell us about your Disney trip. You all, yeah, exactly, all in the streets, all in Florida and shit. Everybody else at work. Well, you know, I had to take the family to go uh, see old Mickey Mouse and Minnie Mouse. But, you know, other than that, it was just, it was a good time, though. You know what I'm saying? A lot of walking, a lot of, you know, a lot of entertainment. Uh, I, I will have to say that the best attraction down there has to be the Avatar attraction. Uh, it's at, uh, what park is that? Uh, Animal Kingdom. Uh, if you go to Animal Kingdom, if anybody's in Disney, uh, also Animal Kingdom has uh, the Africa uh, exhibit as well. So uh, shout out to Disney doing a little bit for Africa out here. Uh, Aww, but, the, but the actual avatar, the actual avatar, like it felt like I was really in Pandora, you know, Pandora, the, the city that they was in the avatar. But yeah, <laughs> that was the best. And it just opened a month ago, a month and a half ago. That's how long the wait was in the line. How long? Like 45 minutes. Uh, 160 Three minutes, hours. brother. 160 <laughs> minutes, yes. That was and the wait time. And, and, and it actually put, it actually showed the wait time. So you'd be like, yo, are you serious? There's people waiting in line for 160 minutes? No, yeah. I'm good. Yes. Uh, I was good. He was definitely doing Definitely didn't wait I mean, you got this one. So yeah. Definitely got the you fast got pass for that ride. It's called a fast pass. I was going to say, I, they the had to have some type of uh, speed to the line situation. Definitely, definitely did use that. You know what I'm saying? We used that for that ride. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. I had a good time out there, though. Broke my pocket down. Good, good. Rest. Now, Red Bull, Broke it down to parade you... rest. God. Wait, Red Bull, I know you were out in Florida on vacation and stuff, but did you hear, uh, I know Jay and I had discussed it a little, about um, Mob Deep's actual, I'm sorry, Prodigy, actual cause of death? Yeah, briefly, I uh, I was reading a little clip. I, I, well, well, what did you he hear? Suffocated? It was. He suffocated? No. No. Well, he choked or something? The official cause of death was a choke. Yeah, he choked on an egg while uh, he was in the hospital being treated for sickle cell anemia. What kind of egg did he choke on? Right. <laughs> I, I don't know. Did they feed him like, a whole I'm sure egg? He's not, it's very, it's very confusing. I don't, I'm not sure. I just want to see if you heard about it and how do you feel about it. I think it's bullshit, of course. Um, how do you choke on an egg? Like you're a grown man, not like he, you know, Alzheimer's or anything. Right. I just I thought that was odd. Swallow. Right. That's crazy. I thought that was odd. Thought wow. real odd. That's so crazy. anyway, um, yeah. So Pondro on that crazy. Uh, I mean, I'm not surprised, but I mean, I thought it was sickle cell. But then again, I'm like, I don't know anybody dying from either. So that definitely uh-huh. had me perplexed. Right. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, rest in peace, Prodigy. We still gonna be playing some of his records. We ain't gonna let him die. But I do want to get into tonight's topic. And before we get into tonight's topic, uh, I want to play a clip about Martin Luther King, I'm sorry, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. and um, Malcolm X. Not necessarily a debate, but someone put a clip together where you can hear 
their point of views and their stance at the time in the 60s, um, how they felt about each other and how they felt about the climate of everything that was going on. So, um, Red right. Bull, do you have the, the clip queued up already? Yes, can I go do. ahead and play that. Let's All right, you can play like a snippet of that. <laughs> Rocky music. The white man pays Reverend Martin Luther King, subsidizes Reverend Martin Luther King, so that Reverend Martin Luther King can continue to teach the Negroes to be defenseless. That's what you mean by nonviolent. Be defenseless. Be defenseless in the face of one of the most cruel uh, beasts that has ever taken the people into captivity. That's this American white man. And they have proved it throughout the country by the police dogs and the police clubs. A uh, hundred years ago, they used to put on a white sheet and use a bloodhound against Negroes. Today, they have taken off the white sheet and put on police uniforms. They've uh, traded in the bloodhounds for police dogs, and they're still doing the same thing. And just as Uncle Tom, back during slavery, used to keep the Negroes from resisting the bloodhound or resisting the Ku Klux Klan by teaching them to, to love their enemy or pray for those who use them despitefully. Today, uh, Martin Luther King is just a 20th century or modern Uncle Tom or a religious Uncle Tom who is doing the same thing today to keep Negroes defenseless in the face of attack that Uncle Tom did on the plantation to keep those Negroes defenseless in the, in the face of the attack of the Klan in that Well, day. I don't think of uh, love as, uh, in this context, as emotional bosh. I don't think of it as uh, a weak force, but I, I think of love as something strong and that organizes itself into powerful uh, direct action. Now, this is what I try to teach in the struggle in the South, that uh, we are not engaged uh, in a struggle that means we sit down and do nothing. Uh, that there's a great deal of difference between non-resistance to evil and non-violent resistance. Uh, non-resistance leaves you in uh, leaves you in a state of stagnant passivity and deadened complacency, wherein non-violent resistance means that you do resist in a very strong and determined manner. And I think some of the uh, criticisms of uh, non-violence, or some of the critics, fail to realize uh, that we are talking about something very strong, and they confuse non-resistance with non -violence. The goal of Dr. Martin Luther King is to give Negroes a chance to sit in a segregated restaurant beside the same white man who had brutalized them for 400 years. The goal of Dr. Martin Luther King is to get Negroes to forgive the people who have brutalized them for, uh, for 400 years by, by lulling them to sleep and making them forgetting what those whites have done to them. But the masses of black people in America today don't go for what Martin Luther King is, is putting down. As you said in one of your articles, it's psychologically insecure, something of that sort. I forget how you put it. But you didn't endorse what Martin Luther King was doing yourself. Uh, I do not reject his goals of full integration and full equality rights for American citizens. Do you reject these If goals? you don't think that he's walking on the right road, I'm quite sure you don't agree that he'll get to the right place. And if you would classify uh, his method as uh, psychologically unrealistic, I think that uh, if a man's method is psychologically unrealistic, which means the road or the means or the method that he's using, I think as a psychologist, you, you'd be very doubtful I don't think that he would reach true. the right... If anyone has ever lived with a nonviolent movement in the South, from Montgomery on through the Freedom Rides and through the sit-in movement and the recent Birmingham movement, and see the reactions of many of the uh, extremists and reactionaries in the white community, 
Uh, he wouldn't say that this movement makes, uh, this philosophy makes them comfortable. Uh, I think it arouses uh, a sense of shame within them often in many instances. I think it uh, does something to cut, touch the conscience and uh, establish a sense of guilt. Now, so often people respond to guilt by engaging more in the guilt-evoking act in an attempt to drown the sense of guilt. But this, uh, this approach certainly uh, doesn't make the white man feel comfortable. It disturbs the other thing. Uh, conscience and uh, it, it disturbs this, this sense of contentment. Nothing will they ever do. They will always talk it, but they won't practice it. And uh, with the Supreme Court, if the NAACP can tell me that they want a desegregation decision for me uh, 10 years ago, but yet the schools haven't been desegregated, as I say, this is a victory with no victory. Uh, it's a victory that you can talk about, but it's a victory you can't show me. So if you represent the NAACP and you are telling me about this great victory you won for me, when I look at you, I have to uh, conclude that either you have been duped yourself or else you are trying to dupe me. And in most instance, instances where the civil rights struggle is involved, there is no civil rights leader can point to me one concrete gain, practical gain, that black people have made in the civil rights field in this country, not only during the past 10 years, but during the past 100 years. I don't think there's any real organization. Richard, yell. Yeah, that was a little snippet there about the different viewpoints of Dr. Martin Luther King and Malcolm X. So, uh, Red Bull, how do you feel about that? Or how do you feel about the two? And then you just jump from there. I, I mean, it, it, it's kind of, I, I really think they got two different views uh, on life, period, because uh, first and foremost, Malcolm X has a lot of aggression behind his, you know, his movement, and he has a lot of pain and anger inside his movement. And I think Martin Luther King has a little more softer tone to the way he wants to move and, and shake about his business. But as we all know, when you move soft and you move like that, you really don't get too much business done. But when you're aggressive, that's when they try to put the cops and you know they try to you know use those type of uh, tactics to, to combat you. So I, I I think both of them had real good ways of doing what they what they you know had to do for the community. Uh, the only thing that I, that I kind of feel, you know, Malcolm on is what, why would you want to sit next to somebody that's been spitting on you and not letting you do this, not letting you do that, raping your women? Why would you want to sit next to them? I mean, like, you know, at the end of the day, but if you if you read the, you know, Bible, uh, it, it, it definitely tells you to forgive. Uh, so if you're going off of that aspect of it, uh, you know, you have to forgive. So, I mean, we're all human. There's only one race, and that's the human race. And I just feel like, you know, they both were strong men, but I think Malcolm X was, and even though I'm more of a Martin Luther King fan, I think Malcolm X uh, was a little stronger when it came down to, you know, uh, 
what he wanted done or what he wanted to happen in the community. So, I'm sorry. so if you were around during the 60s, who would you have been following? You would have been Team Martin or I, Team Martin? Now, you know, a person like me, I'm real aggressive and I'm real strong when it comes down to, you know, point of views and stuff like that. So my immediate uh, person to follow would probably be uh, the likes of Malcolm X. But being as though that, you know, that, you know, I'm on the fence with both of them, but I definitely probably would have been a Malcolm X follower back in, back in, back in the day if, if, I, if I had Well, to, see, then now, uh, then you kind of contradict him because you said it's, it's all the human race. So Malcolm X was like believe white people were the devil. No, so. that's what I'm saying. I'm talking about my aggression and the in the way that I look at things. Oh, okay. I would I would have been following uh Malcolm X because of you know, my personality, you know, I'm going off of based off of how I how I act and how I view things, I probably would have you know, I'm I'm not a humble type of person when it comes down to you know, uh, people getting treated wrong. So, you know, I, w- I wouldn't have been trying to we shall overcome and give a hug or nothing like that. So I probably would have been trying to get my people strapped up and teach them how to shoot type of thing like Michael Mac- Malcolm X was trying to teach. You know what I'm saying? Well, see, Thanks. Malcolm X, um, he wasn't really – that's more of a Black Panther movement as far as the, the, the violence and being able to hold – I don't necessarily say, like, violence because – they weren't about violence. They were just about protection. Um, Malcolm X more so, I feel like his views is more so preaching the teachings of Islam, the nation of Islam. And um, basically, I think Malcolm X is there to say what everybody else is scared to say. Like, don't y'all see the treatment that we're getting from them? Like, there's there's no help, like, talking about the white devils, as he calls them. Um, he didn't feel like there's they, they were never going to be on our side. So why would, why should we... Um, conform or be on the same team as them when they're never going to do anything for us. So well, I feel like that was that was Malcolm's point versus Martin. Well, I don't know if you know, but Martin Luther King got paid for that march on Washington. They paid him for that. No, I didn't. We're know talking that. about the white politicians. Yes, he got paid for that. Um, he said it. If you go back and listen to the YouTube video we just played, listen to the whole thing. He he said it. He got paid to do the march on, march on Washington because a whole bunch of Nation of Islam followers came. Um, I don't know if they were in New York or in D.C., and basically they didn't know who was who they were to answer to, but they all knew they were people of Nation of Islam, so, you know, they assumed it was Malcolm X. And so I guess I don't know how it happened and how they decided to put this together where it was the We Shall Overcome movement instead of the this is us and this is what we do, Nation of Islam, and we're pro-black and that movement. So I don't know the full details about it, but I I definitely know it's been Malcolm X stated that Malcolm X got paid. Right. So for me, if it were me, I'm I'm definitely seeing Malcolm X. I just I just don't I'm with but what he was saying is like it just the, what Martin Luther was trying to do um, was working well, at all. And my thing well, is, Martin, Martin, Martin actually worked better than Malcolm X worked because, I mean, if you're going off of what they were trying to do, Malcolm was trying to have uh, uh, white girls holding hands with little white white boys, holding hands with little black girls. 
That's going on in that. Malcolm was trying to empower the black community and let us know basically that we should be opening stores in our own community. And we should have our own community, absolutely. Right. That's not happening. That's not happening. Right. I mean, you're talking about two different dynamics, though. You're talking about holding hands versus having our own community. We can hold hands with anybody. I ain't really talking about that. Nah, nah, that's not not what I'm saying. (laughs) When I say holding hands, there wasn't no black and white kids holding hands in the the 50s and the 60s, okay? But they are now, okay? Uh, But what is that that doing for us, though? Martin was trying to do. He was trying to make equality. You know what I'm saying? That's why we have a black, that's why we had a black president, because we have some sort of equality. He didn't do anything for the black community, though. He didn't do nothing for the black community. For the black community, for the immediate black community? You can't. You can't, you can't, you can't just, uh, I don't see anybody directly doing anything for just the black community because it, it, it's kind of hard and to everybody, do that. And everybody that does, they get assassinated. That's why. But you know, you know, you know, one nah, thing is nah. it don't matter. He, he tried it don't, to do it. It don't matter. It don't matter if you had a, what color president you got. It's about the system, and the system ain't designed to help the black community. So you can have ten black presidents in a row. If the system don't change, then it's not going to do nothing for the for the black community at all. And one thing I can say is, like, I didn't see Barack do nothing for the – I seen him run around the world and pushing the gay rights and all that. They had that video when he was in Africa telling them to accept gay people, and the African president was like, yo, I respect you, but we don't do that over here. You know what I mean? He went around the world pushing the gay rights, but he didn't go around the world pushing nothing for the black community and nothing like that. So I wouldn't say um, he did anything so what, for the so, for the black so, community, so, but not to get now, off topic. So when y'all say not to, not, when y'all say that someone not, doesn't do anything for the black community, were you were you were you were you expecting uh, Barack Obama just to be like uh, this bill is for? The African American community passing this bill for the African. Nobody's not about to do nothing like that. <laughs> that's not that's not how you do business. Yeah, we're not talking about. It. I'm not talking about the bill. It's not gonna do anything. Immediate, something well, immediate. Well, well, I mean, I seen him do a lot. I seen him extend. Uh, uh, how long was people on unemployment? For like five years. I mean. I saw him. I mean, I saw him. I saw him give out a lot of money. I definitely saw him do that. Right, and they're about to take it right back. And it's, they actually but, did take it right back when he gave out the housing. They took it back with increasing uh, the taxes, some, some sort of tax. But my thing is, I don't got nothing. I love Obama. I voted for Obama both times just because I wanted to see him as president. However, I know, who, like you said, Jay, whoever get in office, they're controlled by whoever. Right. Controls this world. Exactly, and that and that and that and that, that goes back to like uh, the Malcolm and Martin. Martin was more controlled, you know what I mean. And Malcolm was like, "Yo, we he trying to lift up the black community, and you know what I mean, let you try to try to help people recognize who they really are and what we could really have if we unite." But more or less, and that's like, what I was saying. That didn't work. It didn't work. It didn't. It didn't work because he got murdered. Basically, it didn't work because they they didn't they didn't let it work. Or you know enough enough people didn't unite. My well, thing, my thing is, well, actually, the total opposite. He did the total opposite, and it worked. But he still got killed. What did he do? I can't. He. What did he do? He he got segregation to stop. 
I mean, I, I thought I was on a, on a radio show with Educated Ignorance. Y'all don't know your history? <laughs> This, I mean, this, this is okay, my thing. This is my thing with yeah, this is my thing with Martin, right? Go, go ahead. I want to. I can only hear one of y'all. So. I was. I was saying this. This is my thing with Martin. Like, like Dick Gregory broke it down too. He was saying like how Martin Luther King didn't even want to be in that position, but you had certain elders kind of pushing him out on that ledge. Like, yo, you do this leading. What Dick Gregory was saying too, like the same elders that was pushing him out on that ledge to lead was the same elders that was kind of working for the FBI or whatever. So it was like a, um, what they call it, like a uh, a mole or um, agents or something like that, right? So they're keeping tabs on Martin, Martin move. So to dumb it down, I'm going to say it like this, right? Because I don't think Martin Luther King knew what he was doing or or really wanted to do what he was trying to do. So to dumb it down, I'm going to say, like, say I was a, a, a NBA owner, right? back in the days when they were NBA. Remember, they had the NBA and you had the CBA? Right. So I'm the owner of the NBA. I'm a white man, owner of the NBA. I'm supposed to be the upper echelon. Like, everybody should should want to join my league because it's the best, right? So then me being the upper echelon, I got to know my competition. I got to know who I'm, who I'm going against. So I'm watching the CBA games too, right? So I'm looking at understand. these dudes and I'm like, yo. It's going somewhere. Why? I'm looking at these. I'm looking at the color people games, right? The black people games, and I'm looking at it like, dang, yo, everybody in this league is better. Even the worst person in this color color league is better than the best person in this all white league. So if I think 40 years later, they're going to take all of the views, all of the money because the games are more interesting. So then it's going to wipe the NBA out, and I'm not going to be on top no more. I can't control nothing because now the color people took over in this, that, and the third. So what I'm going to need to do is I'm going to need to go to some of these some of these black dudes to make it seem like they need the NBA or they want to, they, they need to join the NBA so I can stay in control. So I'm not going to say, like, yo, I need you to join this league so I can stay in charge. I'm going to find somebody to, to get somebody to put it in their head to be like, yo, I'm going to knock on the NBA door and see if they can get in here. So now, 40 years later, the CBA don't exist no more. The NBA is just the NBA, and you still got that, that, that white dude in charge, and he's still up echelon. So that's what I'm saying. Like, that's what Martin Luther King movement looked like to me. You know what I mean? Because we was flourishing. We had our own businesses and everything else like that. But now with uh, Martin Luther King banging in, like, yo, we want to be a part of this white world, all of our shit is erased now. We had businesses back. We we had business. We people had we had black businesses back then. Hey, we got black business now, but are we flourishing? So you saying you saying things like um, Black Wall Street wasn't working? I said, are we flourishing? We not flourishing now because we don't got no control. But that, that's my whole point of, say, of, of the example I gave of the CBA and the NBA. But what I'm saying is y'all, y'all want to know what worked and what didn't work. Uh, y'all y'all right. saying that basically y'all wanted, y'all wanted it to be how Malcolm wanted it to be. Every All black, everything, we just deal with black people, that's it, right? Well, Malcolm, that didn't work. What Martin wanted... That didn't work. It was working. It, they had schools. Oh. They had schools. They were teaching wives how to be husbands. Oh, it was okay. working. Okay, what was working and worked 
that, those are two different. Uh, but why did why, so why, why didn't it work, Red Bull? Why didn't it work though? It, it didn't work because you have to you have to associate the other race in whatever you do in their country. That's why? why? You why? don't. You don't. They, they they dismantled it. They dismantled oh, it. They oh, didn't want it. To and work. they dismantled it because they weren't a part of it, right? And look at the Black Panthers. They have schools. They have hospitals. They gave out free breakfast programs. What do you mean? Martin Luther King did none of that love. Hello? (laughs) Yeah, crickets. I'm like, uh... No, no, it's not not crickets. It's not crickets because basically what y'all asked me was, uh, did Martin Luther King accomplish what he tried to accomplish? And he's rolling in his grave saying, yeah, he, he accomplished what he wanted no, to no, accomplish. No, I, no, Okay, no, we didn't say that. That is a fact. I'm saying what did, okay. he, what did he do? What did he tangibly do besides march and, okay, segregation? But did segregation really end segregation? But did that really benefit us, though? Uh, he, he was the reason why uh, the civil rights movement, uh, while we have civil rights today, He's one he's, big no, part he's of not. He's not the only reason. No, he's not. I didn't say, he's, I didn't say he's the only reason. He's a big part of why we have civil rights today, though. Okay, but it was with definitely civil, other players. With, with, so, yeah, like, what, what, what did he do that worked? Because I don't think the civil rights movement wasn't that great. Okay, well, the, the, the civil rights movement is the reason why uh, we do whatever we do today. Because, I mean, we could still be drinking out of a water fountain that doesn't push out too much pressure and watch them drink out of a water fountain. That's, I mean, like, what, what, what did y'all want it to do? I mean, I, I want equal rights. I, I, want to, I, want to be in a, I want to be able to do the same thing you could do, whether you be white, Indian, black, Chinese, whatever. I, I don't want to so do you honestly, to do. You honestly think it's equal rights right now? No, it's not. It's not a hundred percent equal rights, but it's not. It's not. It's not where it was in the fifties and the sixties either. And we don't have nobody marching right now either, of course. But what is marching going on? Yeah, where's marching going on for years? When was the last? When was the last march for civil rights? We're not. We're not. Why would we be marching for civil rights though? Because y'all said y'all said that it ain't working. Oh, they, they have right, but I'm, it's not. But what is what is marching doing though? That's what I'm saying. Like, okay, we march. What is that? Cops are still killing black men every day. They and they've been killing. They've been killing. And they've been killing black men since the fifties. They just right. Well, they've been marching. They've been marching since Selma. They've been marching since Selma. Talking about we fell overcome. We ain't overcame. Okay. So what I'm saying is, if 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 they if the, if the Ku Klux Klan have on blue uniforms now. And they had blue uniforms on in the fifties and the sixties. Obviously, uh, we must be a whole dumb race because we haven't done anything to fix any of it in seventy years. Okay. Okay. So what, so what could possibly be done though? They're the people in control. I, what could possibly I, be I, done? I, you guys, you guys, you guys are pro Malcolm. So what? 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 But you, but you see. But you see what happens when niggas try to do shit. You see what happens. Niggas get killed flat out. Black well, Panther Party done. I'd rather take my chance like that. Then. If that, if that's, if that's the case. So would you say? Would you say that is niggas running around scared? Then would you say that? 
Would you say that niggas is running around scared because they don't want to get killed? Would you say that? Yeah, that's a fact. That's a fact. Okay. Well, I ain't scared. Yeah. How about that? So if 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 if, 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 if as I need to start it myself, we can start it. I I I don't have no I don't have no problem with it. I mean, I at the end no of the day, like this, the platform the platform we got now is to basically like teach and unite. At the end of the day, so this is like a platform that we using to kind of start it. You know what I mean? It's, right. it's, it's, it's a lot of open times out here though, too. Though I just want to keep it funky with you. Right. It's, it's, it's a lot of it. Right. So. Right. And this is this is not who the show is for. You know what I mean? So basically, it's like uh, to me, the civil rights movement didn't work. The Malcolm uh, peaceful approach didn't work because they still was getting beat up while they was marching and still was getting arrested. This, that, and the third. Right. You know so us as innovators, the new age, the new race, the new millennium, whatever the fuck going on right now, the future, back to the future, whatever, we need to come up with something. We have to, we have to fix the problem. Because now, I obviously wanna... they, haven't fixed the, they haven't fixed the problem in 70 years. I don't give a fuck how many people come on CNN talking that we should overcome bullshit. It ain't work. Right. But man, when we do enforce action, you see what happens. So, but action is better than nothing. So no action I'm, I'm is better than some action. Exactly. So I mean, um, some action is better than no action. Yeah, we got we got a couple calling. We're gonna take a call from the three one seven. Take a call from the three one seven real quick. See what they got to say. Okay. Caller from the three one seven. You're on the air. What's up with you? Yo, you on the? Yo, that's crazy because I ain't even hit one. But yeah, I'm I'm more um I'm more Malcolm than Martin. You know, you ain't gonna slap me and I turn up a cheek. Now you can talk crazy. Once you put your hands on me, we fight. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I, I don't. I mean, either you gonna whoop my ass, I'm gonna whoop your ass. One of the two. And then like I feel Malcolm because. When he said they're devils, you know what I'm saying? Because they're so destructive. They feel like they're superior to everything. Everywhere they go, they mess something up. You know what I'm saying? And it was better back right. then when we were segregated because we kept the black dollar within the community. You see what I'm saying? Right. Why, if we're doing good over here, why do they keep coming messing with us? We're not even messing with y'all. You see what I'm saying? So they knew right. that we would right. thrive. And think about it. Even though, you know what I mean, there's somebody, okay, they got Obama there. He's a puppet on the string, but he's still smarter than all the rest of those presidents that they ever had. You know what I'm saying? The way that he he's a slick, he's slick, but he can't do what he want to do because they'll kill him. You know what I'm saying? Any president that goes off of the, the pop, whatever they have for that that four years, the policy is already set in place for four years, and you gotta follow it. Are they gonna take you out? But um, that's all I you know. That's all I have to say for right now. All right, bro. I appreciate Thanks it. Thanks for calling in, bro. Appreciate peace, it, bro. peace, peace. Yeah, nah, and I'm not taking anything from Obama. Like, that is definitely probably the best president we done had as far as wittiness, as far as thinking smart. But, like like you said, and you can only do so much. We know what Obama really wanted to do. Come on, now he's from, from Chicago. All right, so you, you can only do so much. If you can only do so much, what's wrong with what Martin and with, with Malcolm did I, I, I wouldn't see but that because, um, when neither one uh, of them did. Obama wasn't the president. I mean, they weren't the president of the United States. 
and they did, and to me, they did more than, according to y'all, they, they seem like they did more than what Obama did for the community. I couldn't agree with that, yo. I think they did more than Obama did. They didn't put no food in nobody's mouth. Who? Huh? Malcolm or uh, Martin wasn't putting food in people's mouth. I, I, I just told you they Obama were, put yeah, food they in people's mouth for five uh, years straight. They were uh, giving away food at the um at the mosque in Harlem. First and foremost, so they, they should have been giving away. They should have been giving away food. They should have been giving away jobs. That's what they should have been doing. They should have been giving away food. We shouldn't need food. We should need jobs what, so that we can buy our own jobs? food. Who, who, who giving away jobs? What jobs are they? And that's and what that's why talking? you march. And that's why they marched back in the day. Prime example for civil rights. You marching to work. So that, you still marching to work for the white man. You still asking him to give you a paycheck. That's what y'all. That's what everybody's and, marching and, for. And, and before that, they weren't even getting a paycheck. Okay, but Malcolm went around and made his own money his own way. What, what, what I'm saying is, this is what I'm saying, and, I, and, and trust me, you already know I'm on board with making my money my own way. But what I'm saying is. <laughs> You're going to have to ride somebody's coattails to get somewhere. You ain't just about to get there on your own. We 400 years behind. No, for sure. I mean, we definitely I mean, need paychecks. I mean, the but only way that we can time. actually fix this problem is we have to start our own banks, we have to start our own schools, and we have to keep this shit running. That's the only way. We got our own banks. We have banks. We have plenty of banks. They all started closing. And you, and you know another thing? We support we support the wrong shit. You know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, I see everybody talking about the NFL. Why, why would I want Kaepernick to go back and work for the work for the man that they obviously don't want him to work for them? Stay your ass the fuck home. Shit, you ain't got to go back and work for them. That that's that's the slave mentality right there. He's still looking for a damn job. I would have been. But it's, it's bigger than it's. it's it's bigger than just him going back and working. It's it's about, you know what I mean, not letting them sh- shut him up. You know what I'm saying? Like, right now, it's like, yo, he, he don't have a voice or whatever. So if they don't let him back in, that's sending a message to the rest of the ones who thinking about doing that protest like, yo, you see what we did to him, right? So if we don't stand up behind him, then and it's not, it, and it's that's not opening us. the door. It's not, and that's not us. We can't do shit about that. We can do we, something we, about we, it. You can, nah, you, you, nah. you can stop giving them views. You can playing. stop spending your money with, huh? The people in the NFL that's playing is the ones that need to fucking do something about it. Not, not them all too. the African Americans that's in the league. If they all just said we're not playing today because of Kaepernick, every African American. That's why I'm telling. you, It's no unity in the community because if all African Americans, all people of color. Said that they were not playing football this year. No, they're not worried about that. They worried about that green. They don't care about Kaepernick. They don't care about what we should overcome. They don't care about what it can and what it cannot do for the community. They don't care as long as they get a check. Think how you think the next black player will feel when they see like all of the community standing behind Kaepernick. You know what I mean? And that forces the NFL to continue. do something about it. They're going to continue to play for the NFL. I want to continue to play. No, now nah, you're missing the point. I'm saying like, if we don't say say we didn't boycott the NFL, right? We just continue to watch it, like, you know what I mean? Everything is hunky dory, right? 
all of the black players are going to be like, well, Kaepernick stood up for the people that didn't have voices, and nobody stood up for him, so I'm not going to say shit. So now turn turn it around. We all stand up for Kaepernick, and the black community stop watching the NFL, stop buying that shit. They're going to be missing a lot of money, so they're going to be forced. To, next thing you know, Kaepernick's phone going to ring. Then the other black players are going to see like, dang, yo, the community came through for Kaepernick. So if I wanted to say something, I'm going to say something next time. <laughs> Well, first of all, the community can't even stop, not shop for a whole day to, to protest. You know what I'm saying? Like, we can't even get that together. We, I didn't post so much shit that we should be doing that I hear no one doing. Don't shop at Target for fucking two weeks. Can't nobody do it. You go peek in Target. I bet you see a black person in Target. You see what I'm saying? Like, it doesn't matter. And this is how we can stop, stop them. Not buying their shit. Yeah. They didn't got it to the I'm point where, 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 where we depend well. on, we depend on their shit. Stop buying that shit. Stop buying that shit. Like, like, like me. For example, I just gave Disney five thousand dollars. I should have not five gave them a fucking yes. I got it's five of us. So what? Seven okay, we'll get back to that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, if you get Disney five thousand, I gotta get the details on that. Okay. But yo, you know, you know, actually. And I heard. Um, hold on, Jay. Jay, real quick. And I heard that uh, Disney. <coughs> my girlfriend Amber told me Disney put in his will that he didn't want no. Uh, he didn't want any black girls in his film. Disney movie. I don't know how that's what that I'm is. saying. I don't know how, don't know how I believe that, is, that shit. Somebody told me that. What was racist? It was in his huh? will. Walt Disney. So that's what I'm saying. Why are we integrating with people who don't even want us to be a part of their? You know what I'm saying? They don't want us. So. And it's not to say that. It's I mean, all. it's definitely not all because I will, I want to be clear that it was some. Um, it was this movie star. I can't think of her name, but she helped out with the back. The Black Panthers in California, like immensely, like she would house them. Um, you know, she did a lot for them. So, shout out to all the Europeans that do fuck with us. But for the majority, they don't want they don't want us integrated with them. Yeah, so. to, to speak on the to speak on the dollar. You know, Martin Luther King actually had a speech that he was working on where he was saying like, yo. You know what I mean? This is what we was doing for so long, and it wasn't working. Let's let's stop supporting their businesses, yo. Let's stop buying the white bread. Let's stop buying this. Let's stop going into their restaurants. This was actually supposed to be his last speech. Martin Luther King, right? About? Yeah, Martin Luther King. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm glad you brought that up, Jay, because that was on my mind. Yeah, he did start to yeah. have a change of heart. Because right, it wasn't working. he was saying, nah, because it was like, uh, I forgot who was saying, but they was like when they were speaking to him, he was like, "Dang, yo, I think I led my people into the fire." You know what I mean? And he was he felt like he had to try to make things right, so he had that he prepared that speech to where he's like, "Yo, you know what? We're gonna stop going into their business. We're gonna stop spending money with them. We're gonna bring it back to our community and build our community back up." You know what I mean? And he didn't get the he didn't get to push that speech. And 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 in school, the only speech they push is the "I have a dream" joint. Exactly, and if you wow. think about it, he's the only one that has a holiday. 
He's the only one got a Nobel Peace Prize. He just got a monument put up in D.C., but he's the only one. He got a Nobel Peace Prize. You know what I'm saying? You see what I'm saying? That's because he worked with them. Right. And his no, family, I, I his agree family with that. still are working with the NAACP and all of that. So the NAACP also, is not I want good? To Google, I want everybody to Google who funds the NAACP. Uh, NAACP, like nah, they, they, they not, they not, they not what you think they are. I had a situation where I tried to reach out to them and they was like, all right. Yeah, nah, it's a joke. It's a joke. It's so, a big, it's a big hoax. For sure, for sure. And um, but going back to either what um, the Ruba was talking about two weeks ago. Once again, listeners, if y'all did not listen to that show, please go back. We had over 200 people chiming in for that show. That had me so excited. Um, yeah, Zerubba was talk, talking about, you know, building that connection back to the land where we came from. And I don't see anything wrong with that. Um, people look at that like, like, why would I do that? Why would I do that? Every other race has connections back to their to their motherland, the Polish, the Greeks. Right. They be like, yeah, my grandmother, she's still back in Vietnam. My great-grandma, she's still back. Holidays you know what I'm saying? Like, and all that. Yeah, they have holidays and all right. that shit. They must Stop move. fucking celebrating these nut-ass holidays. Fuck. Right. All that Christmas you know, money can guarantee you a trip to Africa. Guaranteed. Yeah, you know Africa is the only place that could sustain without import-export, right? Because they, they uh, produce everything that they need. Yeah, I knew that. Yeah, yeah. So, but that's what I'm saying. On, on on building that building that connection, um, the name of the was the community change Inc or something. I I got to get that. I wrote it down in my notes. Um, I'll definitely announce it on next week's show. But how they have was it in Harlem? He said that they have a group that they're starting to bring hey. that um, connection to Africa. But I got a big I got a question though. So if we don't support these businesses, right? What do we support? I mean, because is it enough black business out here for us to strictly just support black business? Um, as far as, as, far as what, your everyday living? Question. Everyday living, yes. Yes. Yeah, I think so. I think so. I'm talking about toothbrush, toothpaste. Yes. Soap. Yes. Uh, yes. Banking. Laundry detergent. All Oh yeah, yeah, they definitely got yeah, it's, it's they definitely got all of that. You can even see that on the black. Black, black joint. Yeah, everything. Um, I'm, so I'm definitely can, gonna order can, two brushes. Yeah, yeah. It might it might not be as convenient as just jumping in your car going ten minutes down the street, but you know what I mean. If, if you wanna, that's, if that's the road you're trying to travel, you you gotta take that sacrifice. Well, right. exactly. you gotta you gotta prepare you gotta prepare a plan. Right, like if you want to, everybody, everybody want change, but they don't want to change. You know what I'm saying? So if you really want, if you really taking that road, then you gotta get out your comfort zone. And that's Absolutely. it. That's 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 the main key. Get out their comfort zone. People people like to be comfortable. They're comfortable going in the mall and shopping in in in, in the Caucasian stores. You know what I'm saying? They're comfortable with that. You know what I'm saying? Right. But when you turn around and you look. What do you actually own? Nothing. 
nothing. Nothing. And it's a shame that we gotta ask our people to to to, to shop to shop black. That 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 ain't a damn shame. But like but like you said, it's all about convenience. Because if I'm out of laundry detergent, do I go? I gotta wait to order the one from We Buy Black, or I can go to Target real quick. Right. See, that's what I'm saying. Or you should just. But. Go ahead, Jack. Or you should shop smart and just stack up that that you know it's gonna last for a minute. You reach a certain point, get some more. For sure. Like, don't get to the last scoop and be like, oh, I got to order some more detergent. Exactly. Right. You know when you love. You know when you love. Sure. So, <laughs> so, I think that's one way we can, uh, <laughs> I, I'm definitely not one of those people. I just want to put that out there. Like, I'm always the one that's stocked up. Like, I hate to be running out of toilet paper. I hate to be running out of paper towels, dishwashing liquid, all of that stuff. So, I definitely... They got all that on We Buy Black, too. They got the toilet tissue. Right, right. So, and even myself, I ain't going to front. Like, I was just at Target. But um, I will be on We Buy Black buying my laundry detergent. I got about a quarter left. That's what's So, Red Bull, um, yeah, so to wrap up the conversation, Jay, we need to get that information from Daruba where we can purchase his book because uh, two people hit me up about where they can find it, and we definitely want to support him. Uh, yeah, we definitely had that for the next show, and also with with this show too. We not we wasn't trying to. Hopefully, nobody took it as us disrespecting nobody's legacy or nothing like that. We just was bringing up dialogue. Yeah, it's all about the dialogue. It's all about the conversation, but we want to turn the conversation into action as well. Right. You know what I mean. Going forward. Also, if any, I'm interested in, uh, we've been talking about this, I know, at the end of the show. Well, I always bring it up at the end of the show. I challenge the men, the young men listening to the show, to reach out to a young boy, a young prince, and kind of, you know, mold him or see how you can mentor him in some type of way. But I want to get it more structured. We can copy set up a program at uh, Red Bull and Jez. Yeah, y'all interested, definitely. Yeah, I'm Just definitely that, uh, I'm there. Like a, like a big brother, like a big brother joint. Exactly, exactly. We can never have too much of those because there's so many, um, so many young ones in the neighborhood. I just see them; they just lost. They just, uh, they just lost. Glued to the phones. That's all they know. So we got to get them out some phones and the books. It's sad when you talk to some of them, yo, because sometimes, like, I was speaking to a kid one day in the supermarket or whatever. Like, you know how you close to somebody in the aisle or something like that, you say something. He was kind of young, so he was talking. And, yo, the way he was just talking, I, I could have sworn, like, he probably was high on, like, four or five different drugs, yo. Wow. And, see, and that's why I, I think we need to focus on catching them, like, elementary age. Because once they get to that level, it's really hard to bring them back. Because they're kind of already shutting their ways. They think they're grown. Um, so, ideally, you know, maybe ages, like, 7 through 12, something like that, where they're still motable. Right. Yeah. right. So, um, yeah, any of our listeners interested, definitely hit one of us up on the uh, social media, and we'll um, we'll have a conversation. So, yeah, uh, at the end of the day, like Jay said, no disrespect to any of the legacies. However, we do want to bring to light and just share the knowledge and wake people up on what's really going on. Because the shit is still, the right. stuff that's going on in the 60s, Still going today. Ain't nothing new under the sun. Right. right. So, yeah. We definitely need to um, tighten up. 
tighten up. We buy black, for sure. That's where we can start. We can start there. We ain't got to go full force black. Wow. Everybody else do it. So, uh, yeah, anybody we need to support? Anybody's Instagram or anything we need to shout out? Businesses? I know. The girl, we buy black. She's selling two brushes. I think they're called Coral or something like that. Um, the only two brushes I've seen on there, so that's why I'm going to start with mine. But go ahead, y'all. And also, if y'all trying to get your credit fixed, yo, holla at, uh, hit us up on the Facebook page, my boy Bobby. He he fixes your credit, and he's nice with it. So hit us up on the uh, our Facebook page or social media, and we get that information out to you. Shout out to Bobby. Black the, the name of the the name of the uh the name of the two brushes are coral oral. So coral oral care. <laughs> so oral. <laughs> so C O R A L C O R A L O R A L C A R E. That's their if you want to go directly to their page to buy the two brushes. But there's people out here doing anything. We got we got two brushes. Just you know, come up with something that you can that we can you know have. If you good at you know creating something, so we can buy from you. You know what I'm saying? Because just trust and believe. I ain't buying another. I ain't buying another Oral B toothbrush in my life. Fuck out of here. I'm not. I'm sitting you out. I'm with, I'm just definitely about here. to buy her two brushes, and I will put them on my Instagram to show the support. Um, yes, I will. For sure. Yeah. They got so, the toilet uh, tissue on here too. Got the toilet tissue. Okay. They got the toilet tissue on here too. All right. I ain't gonna hold you. All right. So that's all we got for tonight. Thanks for tuning in to Educated Ignorance. We love y'all as always. As Thank always. You tune in next week. Tune in next, next week, Wednesday. people. You got the church time. coming love soon. Y'all. Got the shirts coming soon. Shout out to hey, shout out to all the Leos. First of all, um, my birthday Sunday. Ow, um, Leo shout out to everybody, all the Leos listening. Yes. Uh, shout out Ow. to Steph Lada, L Renee, uh, my bestie, my sister Latasha Renee. She's the first to rep the Educated Ignorance brand um, on the street. So shout out to on her. On the street. We out here. Yeah, rapping. <laughs> exactly. So um, yeah. All right, peace. Hey, Dad. Peace, peace. Rebel, you gonna play the record or not?
seeing movies. Ride with me, ride with me, boss. I got a hard head, but her ass off. She wants the last name with the ring on it. Cause I pulled out a million cash, call her bank on it. Oh, 